Welcome to Kube Talk, where we have an open and passionate discussions with Kube enthusiasts about our favorite sport. I'm your host, Chad Bevers, and this is episode number two, titled California, Here I Come. This episode was recorded on March 8th, 2016, during the second half of a Kube Talk session hosted by Kube United on our TeamSpeak 3 server. If you guys are interested in joining live sessions for future broadcasts, please visit the Kube United channel on YouTube and listen to How to Set Up and Connect to Kube United's TeamSpeak 3 server. During this broadcast, we discussed the Kube Crawl and had a surprise visit from Joe Zenis of the newly formed LA Kube Club, who filled us in on details of the West Coast Kube Championship taking place April 24th. Darren Figure is co-hosting these podcasts, and thank you for listening as Darren and I start the discussions with Jesse Frame's blog post regarding his journey to the Lopet on KalamazooKube.com. I don't know if everyone saw, but Jesse had a really nice write-up of his trip to the Lopet. The next speaker is Christopher Jones from St. Paul Coop Society in Kalamazoo Coop. Yeah, I especially like that, that the outcome of that final game, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, I didn't man. know that game took an hour and a half till I read his thing. Oh, man. It was uh, it was definitely not dark when we started. And <laughs> they, they asked us if like about halfway through, hey, you guys want us to bring a, a lantern over? And we're like, oh, no, we won't need it. We'll, we'll we're be almost done. done. <laughs> the next speaker is Jesse Frame from Kalamazoo Kube. As badly as that game started, I, I told Goblin we wouldn't need it because it was going to be over in 10 minutes. And then, then we decided we wanted to play Kube for another hour and 20 minutes. But thank you guys. Thanks for the feedback on that. I, I really enjoyed the tournament and uh, you know, felt the responsibility to kind of share share with everybody especially like the, the Coop Stashes and Dano and those folks that uh, were a lot further away than I were that want to want to have that same experience of what it was like. Yeah, it was my first trip up there too, and we ended up with a perfect weather day. Uh, you know, being in the middle of winter, it could be a lot worse. So. I, I have a question for like Bob and, and Dano and stuff. I, I know Dano likes to follow the, the tournaments, the ones they can't get to, but uh, would you guys find it uh, a benefit or, or a, a nicety to be able to track or a tournament, if you will, to see how everybody's doing live? The next speaker is Dan Pritchard from upstate New York, followed closely behind by Bob Hykus from the Coop Stashes and Keystone Coop. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, first step might be just to have a better results somewhere that you can follow like clearly get results doesn't necessarily have to be completely live but yeah throughout the day to, to post updates as to what's going on through each round um and how the teams are doing it, it's really hard to follow pretty much any tournament um sometimes you can follow individual teams if they're doing a good job keeping up their their end of it just with their media like i, I tend to tweet a lot when we're in tournaments about you know basically our matches what we're doing and where we're going next but uh, it could be hard to keep up with so bob are you on you're not on facebook are you we don't have a facebook account now oh yeah because um, I, I mean that's where a lot of people end up putting all their pictures and results and stuff but yeah, yeah. You, hey evan i'm sure you won't have enough to do at rockford so maybe you can do like hourly tweets <laughs> so bob can keep up Ultimately, my uh, what I would love to see, and if there's anybody tech savvy enough who could help me make this happen, actually make that kind of a feature in our, our the classic system software that we use with the Excel spreadsheet that Chris Hodges has done. I'd like to be able to 
create an HTML page based off his results page, something that I could like push up to our Kube United website. Googling that, Evan. <laughs> huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been one of the things that's kind of in the back of my head for a while, but if anybody knows how to do that or uh, can put me in touch with somebody doing it, you know, please let me know. Uh, UnitedWeCoob at gmail.com. So uh, I'm going to jump in. I'll, I'd say I'm definitely interested in that, and I've, I've got a fair amount of uh, web design and development background, so I think I can take a look at that in my, uh, well, quote-unquote free time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Chris. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow up with you on that. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Um, then the next step with uh, Evan has like a GoPro style camera. We we'd love to live stream from the US Kube Open if we can figure that out, and if, we, and if we'll have enough of an internet connection bandwidth. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we won't have like Wi-Fi there, but we will have like we can get a hotspot or something like that. Or you know, I'm kind of curious if anybody's done anything like that. Yeah. So any feedback you may do on that would be. I got a hotspot on my work phone. They probably won't mind, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We um, we did it was very limited like we didn't do a whole bunch of it but uh, I did do a couple of Meerkat and Periscope uh, live streams from I think last year Nationals and maybe even uh, the Great Lakes Championship last fall I think I when Jesse was in the third place game I live streamed some of that for the Kalamazoo Cube so okay. we were doing some Periscope and stuff I mean the problem we had is we didn't have an extra person. It's like, as far as it would be nice if we could have periscoped some of our matches or other matches, or other matches we could have done, but, you know, just from a perspective of the, you know, on the sideline-ish, I don't know. But um, for our matches, we couldn't do it unless we had to do it for us. Obviously, we're all playing, but... That'd be something. That'd be, that'd be something to definitely look into. But uh, yeah, helping helping out with that, Chris, would be totally awesome. Uh, yeah, Chris. The other thing we have on Excel, in addition to the, the format, is we have a pretty much a tournament history. You know, the top three teams in most Midwest Coop tournaments since the time. And uh, I kind of collected the data, and Dave Geezy created a nice spreadsheet. That'd be another thing to be cool if we could figure out how to analyze that. I don't know if you can do it without. A database behind the scene or not yeah, yeah i don't know i mean i'll definitely have to do a little bit of a research and stuff but uh yeah that would be really that would be really cool i think another thing about the like live updates or semi-live updates is uh with your guys's idea how you're gonna you know um not go by team names and go by the people actually playing i think that'll that'll be helpful when you're trying to follow because I know sometimes I've, you know, watched Facebook and checked the leaderboards and stuff, but I don't have any idea who whatever team name is in that bracket and, like, who that actually could be. Or So I think that'll be an advantage that you guys have as well. Yeah, I just looked at the bracket on my wall from Nationals this year, and it was like looking at all the team names, and I'm like, I don't even know who 80% <laughs> of these, 90% of these players were afterwards. But It is nearly impossible to follow. Um, Especially from you know our perspective, who's playing? I mean, you guys. It seems like there's just so much kind of movement because um, it seems like, especially in the Midwest, you guys all play together. You mix things up quite a bit, tournament to tournament. You might keep a name, but the players are all different, um, or maybe one player is different. But you you have teams and clubs mixing things up, which is really cool, but really hard to follow from afar. Exactly what I've been you know thinking of. A few years ago, it was a lot easier to follow, and now it's like you don't know who's on what team, which is, you know, I know you're having fun, but it's hard to follow out here in the uh, New York State. That's why I like the, that you're going to have players listed and not just team names. 
Yeah, it's, that's one of the ideas that we had as far as, you know, keep it more professional, if you will. And I have team names like uh, volleyball does or whatever. So, can I give, if you notice, see, I saw they just put out LA Cube on, on Facebook because I got to have my wife convinced that we're actually going to make it out there for that tournament. So, I'm excited to kind of meet with Joe and the LA Cube group out there. I think it's April 24th is the, uh, the tournament date for that. Oh, that's sweet. I'm going to, I'll have to put that up on the, the calendar I'm keeping through for uh, Kalamazoo Kube. But is that a group on Facebook? Yeah, I think it was just recently uh, put out there. Darren had showed me, I'm, I'm sure Darren came, maybe it was something else on Twitter. Um, Joe gets his microphone going, maybe he can kind of... I was joking with Evan, if I wasn't playing three weekends in a row, <laughs> that'd be a good one to go to. And then he looked up flight prices and went, hey, I might be able to make this if I bring Michelle with me. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody else have uh, any other tournaments? Or, you know, kind of a good forum that uh, I could tell you, like Rockford, May 14th. Um, you know, finding, unfortunately, May 14th is kind of a challenge date for a few people, especially in the area. There's some uh, Norwegian festivals and things like that going on, but uh, we're still uh, definitely uh, hope for a good turnout this year. So, Jesse, what uh, what tournaments are you planning on making here this year? Next one is uh, Phil's 1v1, uh-huh. uh, April 30th, and I know... I know Evan's going now. I know Chad's going now. So it's 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 starting to, to spread yeah. outside of Michigan, which is great. Yeah, Matt um, Green's going. Yep. And then I'm going to be uh, just like with Bob and Coop Stashes, we're going to be supporting the Ohio group. Uh, taking uh, actually Chris Jones just got him uh, committed to playing with Settlers of Baton, and uh, we're going to be playing in the Ohio tournament. Um, hopefully, both in the spring and the fall, and uh, then at Phil's tournament, or sorry, not Phil's tournament, but the U.S. Nationals, and then trying to figure out who to play with for the U.S. Open, uh, whether that's Phil or a Kalamazoo person or a transplant person from Kalamazoo who's now in Minneapolis, hint Chris Jones, uh, <laughs> not quite sure. Hey, uh, Jesse, let's talk. Um, I'm I'm not committed to that. I, I want to go, but I'm not committed to a teammate yet, so let's have a chat. Yeah, Phil hit me up first, but he's not quite sure exactly – the, the the summer schedule so so trying to mix in a couple of the mainstream, mainstream. uh you know main tournaments, tournaments with, with the, the, going to all the local midwest ohio tournaments that we can go to yeah are you going you uh, make it to rockford again or no it's uh it's on my five-year wedding anniversary date so i don't Uh-oh. i don't think that that's gonna be happening because you guys were there last year right yeah chris yeah. jones phil and myself played yep. a three-player team last year yeah, brackets heat champs right here. Right. <laughs> yeah, D- Dano says the Iowa championship is huge. Yeah, I think Ohio is going to be really good for the Cuba in the Midwest. I think that's going to be, especially for Bob, Coop Stashes, and, uh, and you guys on that, you know, th- uh, that side of the country is going to be really good. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now, I'm going to see that grow pretty quickly. What's the uh, fall date for the Ohio tournament? I think it's or October 1st. I think it's October 1st. Last year it was October 3rd. I think it's usually they're shooting for the first Saturday. That's that's Dallas in Wisconsin. Yeah. The next speaker is Joe Zenis from California Cougars and LA Cube. Hey guys, this is Joe. Sorry, I got my mic working finally. Welcome. Welcome, Joe. And uh, Evan, we're thrilled that you're actually considering coming on out to LA. Yeah, I think uh, I'm actually purchasing the tickets uh, here tonight. I called my wife and confirmed which days she. uh, you can kind of get away from that's a kind of a hot time for a real estate business, but uh, I know she's 
we're we're definitely excited to make it out. That's awesome. I can't get I can't guarantee how big the tournament is because this is first year and we're the ones growing up from the ground up. But I can guarantee that we will uh, make your stay in LA pretty awesome if you need tickets to things, stuff like that. A lot of us work in the entertainment industry and we'll uh, give you access as a Coop brother. Oh, that's awesome. Appreciate that, Joe. So, Joe, tell us a little bit about your your club. Uh, how many people are you? Do you have regular like leagues or anything or? How'd you get into it? Well, how I got into it is, it, you know, long story short, I was in uh, Bryant Park a couple years ago. And as you guys know, they have like kind of the yard games from around the world there. I work in the entertainment industry. We design theme parks, museums, stuff like that. And I saw some guys playing Kube. I took a picture of what it was, did some research, built a set, got a buddy playing over a spring break one last year. And by the end of spring break, he's online going, hey, the U.S. championships are in Wisconsin. You know, what are we ever going to be in our 40s qualify for? So I sent out some drafting emails to three other dopes, and two of them immediately said yes, not knowing what they were signing up for. Now I think, our, you know, so we played in Wisconsin last year, and four of us came out. Um and loved it it was for me you know i travel all the time i it, i see a lot of things it was one of the most fun experiences in my adult life and the people i met were awesome and made some great connections so i'm an evangelist and i talked a lot to uh, to eric at the beginning about saying hey we, we want to be the west coast guys so now our club is i think we have about 43 on our mailing list it's grown and that's, you know, that's the adults. They, everybody's bringing kids. It's very much a family thing. We play every Sunday. Um, you know, typically three to five pitches are going on a, any given weekend, and it keeps getting bigger every week. So I talked to Eric and said I wanted to try to put together the official West Coast tournament. And so we're going to do it this year in April. And, you know, the goal is to get 24 teams. We'll see. That's kind of lofty. Um, but uh we want to be the the West Coast feeder to the U.S. championships. So, and yeah, that's, that's awesome. we're going to be we're t- we're bringing at least two teams this year to Wisconsin, maybe three. Yeah, Evan said he met you at the social last year on Friday night. We'll have to. Yeah, uh, it was a great time. We just and it's such an interesting community vibe. We're getting our paper behind it, a bunch of other things that way. So, it's it's a fun passion play. Yeah, cool. Hey, Evan, will Michelle be your partner? Yep. Yep, she, uh, yeah, we actually haven't played as a team since uh, Canada Nationals a couple of years ago, so uh, kind of fun to get to play another tournament with her. She's badass. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> sniper. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Dan, <laughs> that's right Canada, yeah. right? Canada? Yeah, that's probably bringing back memories for you there. <laughs> yeah, she, she don't miss those formingers much. We, we'd love to get another travel team coming out. So, you know, somebody else step up. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I just yeah. like the plane tickets. That's not too bad. Uh, yeah, Frontier's got a nice special. Tell you what, if you guys come out, I'll waive the entry fee. So entry's free. Yeah, I was just saying, Joe, I think uh, that I'm playing in the following three weekends. So uh, that's why I kind of mentioned to Evan. I'm like, oh, this has been cool to go to. I don't think I could get away four weekends in a row. But... <laughs> Well, we can get you tickets to like Warner Brothers and places like that. Uh, you know, just well, bring my wife along. Uh, yeah, bring it. Do it because I, I got to be honest. The competition's not going to be killer yet. <laughs> so do it. Do it for the fun. Bring the wife, and uh, we'll go. have a couple parties and get you guys tickets to stuff. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run that by my wife. I'll be honest. 
Awesome. It would be. It would be great. Yeah, that'd be Honestly, awesome. it would be great. Yep, it's April twenty fourth. Is that right, Joe? That is correct. And we're in South Pasadena, about less than two miles from the Rose Bowl. It's a very nice little community, but easy access. And if you if you do decide to come, shoot me a separate email, and I'll help you with lodging or Airbnbs and stuff like that. Tell you where to stay. A Coop community coming around for each other. We have a we have a crazy loose idea. I don't know if we'll pull it together this year, but maybe next. The town I'm in is this weird little uh, bedroom community that was founded in the 1800s by people from Indiana. So it feels like the idyllic, you know, railroad little town. And we have this horrible little parade that's more like Midwestern U.S. on the 4th of July than anywhere else. So we talked about doing a Cuba, two RVs and a float. And then we continue at the end of the 4th of July and go straight to Wisconsin on a road trip, staying only with Kube families across the country and make a documentary. So that's kind of the goal. Well, if you ever make it out to the legendary Sager's 4th of July party, you're always welcome there. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) And it's legendary. That's where Kube began here. I've been in the last two. That's a blast. The next speaker is my father, Rick Sager from the Flipping Batons and Fox Valley Coup, Big Red Machine. Everybody on here is invited. <laughs> and yeah. everybody everybody knows is invited. Great. So all those thousands of listeners that are going to listen to this podcast afterward. Yeah. Rick, <laughs> Rick's inviting everybody. So. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> Lynn told me to do that. <laughs> I might just got to disinvited, right, Lynn? <laughs> No, that's that's seriously. Uh, if you don't know the backstory, what what how we started, that's how Fox Valley Coop got started many many years ago. Not even knowing that Coop was an actual game that people played. And I don't even know how many years ago now. I'm thinking seven, eight, maybe. I don't I don't know, but it's it's been a while. But we started off with this really really small, and we still have it. We call it the legendary Coop set because it's it's actually still in good shape. But we played with that once a year at the 4th of July party, and and everybody had a great time, and everybody seemed to talk about it every year. We playing Coop, we playing that game again, and we're like, yeah. And and so just one day I just got home from the party, and the next day on Sunday I just Googled Coop and up popped the, the U.S. Nationals in Eau Claire. I'm like, are you serious? This is a real <laughs> thing. So we, we had been playing Coop for years, like, but it was just once a year and didn't know. Just, and honestly, we thought it was just some woodworker made this game up in whatever. Because didn't, didn't you purchase it from Woodworking Magazine or something? Yes, I, I'm looking for the name of the magazine. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it was purchased from a woodworking magazine. And when I got out there, my, my mom said, well, we got a new game. I'm like, what is that? So I went outside and dumped this bunch of wood on the grass. And I'm like, what is this? So that's kind of how we started. So that's that's it's a it's a fun story to story to tell because it's come such a long way and it's progressed and brought so many people together. Lee Valley Tools out of New York. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're a big woodworking company. I know them. But if you ever get to see the set, it is hilarious to look at because they're so small. They're tiny. Yeah. And didn't you like have the the pitch like forty feet or something like that? Yeah, across? yeah. So <laughs> so we're we're playing a couple of years and 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 like well this game's too easy. And we weren't even playing the right way because whatever. But so we were holding the batons horizontally and throwing them like a bowling ball. And we said, well, you know, after playing a couple of years, I'm like, we got to make this harder. This is way too easy. <laughs> and we, we would never keep the cubes in play. So if you hit them, knock them down, they would be thrown out of play. So w- one year we played with a pitch 
30 feet wide by 40 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> Increased our park size by about five. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's like Mega Coop, Jesse. Then once yeah. you found the Nationals, Chad, then you did sign up for it, or you just said, I can't believe this is an organized deal thing? Yeah, what happened was, I can't believe this was organized. And next, the next year, uh, my dad and I went to the Nationals, and I brought my two cousins. When we played it the first year in the Nationals, I believe it was 2011, I think, was our first U.S. Nationals. So still two-player then? Still two-player then, yep. And when Chad bought the first set from old-time games, nobody ever played with that little set again. It'd be a good practice set for people. <laughs> I think the Coops are only like an inch and three-quarters wide, uh, really small. But it's fun. We, we we kept the set. It's kind of legendary type of a set. We have it, uh, had it a couple, couple times at the Clash of Coops so people could have you know, look at it and you know kind of tell a story and and whatever but uh, that's how we began so and it's a it's a it's a fun party that everybody has at the fourth of july here in wisconsin well i've made 14 sets so far for our california guys and now finally bought uh 12 decent sets from jp for the tournament oh cool yeah we we bought all that. in fact i got 16 sets in my basement here all taped up ready to paint we're hoping open up registration if we have more teams we're gonna our sets from jp well, on our first Friday when we walked in, not knowing what the hell we were doing, he uh, he was there with his son and his dad and immediately welcomed us and made everything uh, totally comfortable and cool. So I'm more than happy to give him the business. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, it was really, really cool. I grew up in Michigan and moved out to L.A. 25 years ago. So it's very fun to be back to the Midwest. Yeah, it's what part of my GP sets is, you know, it's made by a tournament player, so, you know, he Definitely, it's a good quality that I think we all appreciate. Right. My last set I made was California Redwood, and I had to weight it with a bunch of bolts to get it up to weight. So not <laughs> not, not perfect. <laughs> no, I, I'm from uh, outside Lansing. Somebody asked where I was from in Michigan. I grew up there and went to school at Michigan State. Two I Michigan have, guys in here today. Yeah, right? my folks are still in Holland and uh, have a brother still in Williamston. So, Oh, cool. Still, my wife's from Holland. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, very cool stuff. Um, gentlemen, anything else you want to talk about at all? Open table. I know. I'm going to ping you guys in a couple of weeks once I know kind of my team count to help uh, structure, you know, good tournament play, things like that. I would love your opinions on that. Yeah, Evan, have you – you have to get with them on the spreadsheet here. Yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to show you uh, – System like we that. use. Yeah, have you heard of the classic system? It's, uh, it's one that gets used quite, quite often in the Midwest where – um, yeah, if you'd be interested, I'd be happy to, you know, get grab like Chris Hodges. We've been doing uh, Google Hangout, showing people how to use the software that he created. It's a real nice uh, tournament system for pretty much all sizes of tournaments, up to 64 teams is, is kind of it's designed for right now. Um, can I show you kind of how we've been doing it? It's been kind of nice there. I would love to do that. I have a couple guys. Uh, one of my guys is in charge of the tournament and gameplay, so. I'll bring him into the conversation. We can talk about that offline. That would be awesome. Awesome. Anything else? I was just going to ask if uh, if you guys had, had seen the uh, big Coob Crawl thing we're going to have up in the Twin Cities here. And, uh, I think it's May 7th. Yeah, I'm signed up. Awesome. What is yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's like a surprisingly huge event. I can't believe the things fall in place for this but uh we're gonna start at in downtown minneapolis at target field where uh the twins play and uh take the light rail and 
do some uh, bar hopping and stuff. It's kind of like a pub crawl with Kube. And uh, it's going to end in downtown St. Paul at the, the minor league baseball stadium they have there. So it's going to be a couple of cool uh, sites to play some Kube. And, and the uh, finals are actually in the in the minor league stadium. No way. That's no way. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I It's not official yet, but uh, off the record, uh, I think there might be some uh, Target Center playing as well. Oh, I don't cool. know. I know there was there was definitely some talk about trying to get that to happen. So and then it's when, definitely playing in the green space in between at different stops. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Is there a website or anything that we can go look at? Oh yeah, MinnesotaCube.com. Yeah. Ex- excellent. Uh, you might expect a California team out there for that. Yeah, it's min. Well, this is one of the places. MinnesotaCube.com/slash/krawl, and they have the registration. Now I know. In talking to Tim on this, Chris, maybe you can confirm. I mean, they were this is a limited team thing. I think it's they're expecting it to fill up pretty quick. Yeah, uh, they were talking I think either so. tw- twenty four or thirty two teams. I don't know what they're at right now. I know as of Sunday there was still some stuff. They just like announced it officially on Saturday. Yeah. Um, but I know the the word's getting out. So if if you are interested, sooner the better. Um, I I don't know if it's specified anywhere, but I think it's three to six player teams. Yep, it says uh, it's three three to six players. It's fifty bucks till March twentieth. And if you do that, Joe, it, the the form they use is on Zap Event, and it'll require addresses, emails, birth dates, all this information from each person on your team. Yeah, heads it's, up. it's a little bit tedious, uh, but yeah. good news: you can use fake addresses and stuff. Right. What, what's the address again? MinnesotaCoop.com slash what? K-R-A-W-L. Crawl. Coop crawl with a K. <laughs> and that's a that's just a short description of it. And there's the registration link in the page. I don't know, Chris, if you had any other websites. I'm sure it's on... It's... Uh, it's got, no, got it. Awesome. I got it. Yeah, I don't know if you're on Facebook. I know they put the event out there. Yeah, I'll sign in. We'll sign in there as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw I saw that coming together for you guys. That's awesome. I don't know how we put got that got yeah. that, put that together, but that's amazing. He partnered with a lot of different places. Yeah, uh, I've been uh, I've been playing a lot of the St. Paul and um, their Coob leagues, and Minnesota Coob uh, has a, a league right now. And so I've been talking to Eric and Tim about. They've been leaving like hints about it like for a while now, and. I was just like, it was way cooler than I ever expected when they finally announced it. But Tim and yeah. Eric were the main guys organizing it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Eric does a great job at the bullpit. Thank you for listening to this episode of Coop Talk brought to you by Coop United. If you like what we've heard, then please share with your friends. You can follow us on Coop United on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or check out our homepage at coopunited.com. We have submitted a request for iTunes for Kube United Podcast Channel, so hopefully by the time you listen to this podcast, you can subscribe and get future broadcasts downloaded automatically. Please, please join us for the live broadcast of the next episode on March 22nd, 7 p.m. Central Time, or catch the recording that will be posted soon after the live show. Yeah, we'll play.